So we know that finding and providing safe housing for hard to house people is a challenge in Edmonton. So if it's a challenge in the big city, what about Alberta's smaller communities? We have heard of some unique programs in communities like Edson over the past year, and there is another one in White Court, the Soaring Eagle Support Society runs a tra transitional housing project at Eagle's Nest Motel in White Court, and it's facing some tough financial times. Let's find out more with Sheila Watson, who is the executive director of the Soaring Eagle Support Society. Sheila, welcome to 630 Chad. Hello, Jane, and thank you. Yeah, nice to have you on the show. Sheila, take us back a little bit in, in time to the start of uh, the society and, 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 and what, what the plan was when, when you started it. I think it was in 2020 where it, where it began and, and what you've been doing over the course of the past couple of years. Well, we started out um, just recognizing that there were a lot of vulnerable people that just weren't getting the kinds of supports or not being able to access the kinds of supports they needed. So we started out in downtown Waycourt with a um, free drop-in center for people that could come and just get all kinds of services, um, including things like even just a lunch or a shower or you know a place to do laundry, that type of a thing. And uh, you know, plus we had. Uh, eventually um you know over the course of the year or so uh, staff that would could provide all kinds of outreach services to them as well so that's how we started out so just um, to pause just to pause there okay. sheila with some of that outreach service and i think it's important to note that some of that work that you were doing i think you know uh, helping people get identification helping people mm -hmm. navigate the, the the court system i mean that's all that was all a part of some of the work that you were doing right exactly yeah okay and an important work because you it's, it's hard to get anything if you don't have any ID. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you can't get anything. You can't get uh, funds. You can't even go to the food bank here mm -hmm. without uh, having ID. So, you know, providing ID for people is one of the, the first things that we do. Okay. So, and, and it's and it's grown, and, and now there's a transitional housing program that uh, Soaring Eagle Support Society runs. Tell us about mm -hmm. that. Well, we, d we just discovered very early on that uh, providing all these supports for people when they had nowhere to go, nowhere to uh, lay their head afterwards was um, kind of uh, counterproductive. Mm. So, and their housing was just not available uh, for this particular group of people. So we just decided that providing that housing was going to be our next step. So um, we uh, leased a motel from uh, wonderful uh, owners who are just very supportive of us and uh, started a transitional housing project. So over the course of um, that time, when you, since you started uh, leasing um, the, the building, how many people have had a safe place to stay? Um, over the past uh, just, I think, 17 months that we've been open, we've housed uh, 50 people. Um, we average, like right now, we have 25 people in residence, and uh, plus we've provided outreach supports to well over 150 people. So what what does that look like, Sheila, when, when someone needs a place to stay? Um, is there any fee charged to them? How long do they stay for? Like, what what does that look like? What are the rules? <laughs> what are the rules? <laughs> well, it, there, there's um, uh, steps to the program, actually, <laughs> or to the project. So... Um, we usually take people on uh, fairly readily um, if we feel that they can 
can uh, manage the project or the program. And uh, so the, uh, initially, if they don't have funds of their own, we help them to um, apply for funds. And uh, people pay uh, affordable renting rates for here. So uh, on average, they're paying between 550 and 725 depending on what their income may or may not be and uh, which unit they're renting. And so, yes, they do, they do have to eventually be able to pay the rent. So how has the community embraced the organization and this transitional housing? We have great support from the community at large and from individuals and businesses in the community. Um, lots of, uh, it, you know, people liking what we're doing, uh, donating um, in-kind things, uh, you know, a lot of the things that we need to run our program, uh, food and um, just sundry items and all kinds of things like that. Lots of uh, people coming in and donating their time. Um, so we've got good support from the community at large. Yeah. Sheila, it sounds, I just want to backtrack to what people are charged to stay there. I mean, if, the, if someone's being charged five to $700 um, to, to stay in a unit at, at, uh, at the Eagle's Nest Motel in White Court, which is a part of the Soaring Eagle Support Society, I mean, are... are and I, I guess that's a part of the confusion maybe for some people because I think some people think unhoused or hard to house um, folks don't have anything but it's 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 varying isn't it it, it totally is yeah. and, and often when they come to us they don't have anything and that's why I said the first thing we do besides getting them ideas to help them get some kind of um, funding some kind of income support so that they are able to and some of our folks have an income or have the, the but are just not able to maintain um, uh, a place to live in the community at this point without the supports that they need. So um, running into some challenges now, um, and, and it sounds like a challenge when it comes to um, transitional housing right across the province from, from what I'm hearing is that, you know, there's just not enough money or in your case, any money. So now the fear is that the, the units could be shut down? That's correct. So, so um, what's going on? Like, do you get no provincial money? None. Um, basically, the, all of the uh, provincial funds for homelessness go to the seven urban centers, mm -hmm. the main centers, and none of it is actually designated for rural Alberta, despite the fact that we have over 30% of the population. And it just there's just this um, sense that there's no homelessness and, or housing issues in rural Alberta, which is ridiculous and uh, so no none of the funding is designated so we really depend on being very creative with applying for grants mm. and then just the um, generosity of the uh, community at large so when we talk about uh, running out of cash when we talk about not being able to cont continue to run the program I mean what's the timeline look like is it you know uh, three months from now or is it next week um, yes, <laughs> we, we're actually um, just operating on a month-to-month -month basis, so here we are at the end of the month and, and looking to see if we can carry forward into next month and just, you know, hoping for uh, the grant money to come through or that our fundraising efforts would uh, come to fruition. Time is really our, our enemies. You know, some of the things that we have in place m may happen in the future, but not immediately. So what are you doing to try to get more cash? 
Well, we have a GoFundMe going right now just because that's something that people are familiar with mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe more readily to access it. So, um, if, you know, it's on our Facebook page and people are sharing it in other ways. Um, we have a, a, a corporate um, kind of sponsor a room program okay. that we are looking at uh, doing and have started implementing, you know, hoping to have some ongoing yearly sponsorship through that and uh, just various fundraising activities uh, that we do in the community. What what happens if this shuts down next week? If it were to shut down next week, uh, 25 people would have no home. Uh, we wouldn't let that happen in the fact that we're not going to shut down in a week. You know, we would do what we needed to do to keep people housed in a roof over their head for as long as we can. Um, we try to do it in an orderly fashion and try to find them places to live. But at this moment in time, there really isn't anything. So, yes, that, you know, overall, 25 people will be homeless. Mm. So the situation is dire. Time is ticking. And um, w- when we look at the successes that the Soaring Eagle Support Society has had. I mean, it's one of the things that I always want to I always want to talk about is the success that you've seen, right? I mean, because you can, uh, you know, people think, oh, well, it's just, you know, someone just staying there, whatever, and then maybe they go on to the next place. But that's not the, the case, is it? I mean, the, there are success stories here. Absolutely. We have many success stories, and success to us looks different for each individual. You know, success might be that this fella has had a warm place to to live and a, and a bed to sleep in for nine months that he didn't have before. Mm. Or it might be the, um, the single dad that is now being able to access visits with his mm. son because he has a residence and he's not living in his car. Uh, we have uh, seniors who didn't know how to apply for old age security and uh, didn't have a place to live wow. on the income that they had that now have a safe place to be. Uh, and people that have been able to move fo- through the project and then move into the community into other housing as well. Sheila, if people want to find out more about the society, where can they, uh, where can they get some information from? Uh, they can definitely uh, call us at... Uh, our phone number three nine seven eight zero three nine six eight triple seven, and uh, we can get them all the information that they would want. We have a Facebook page, working on a website. Okay, Sheila, <laughs> best of luck as uh, as you continue to move through these uh, these tricky times, and we'll ke- be keeping an eye out. Um, thanks for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me.